Welcome to the Bamboo Project Podcast. My name is Donovan Gray, the future $10 billion man. On the way to $10 billion, I decided I'm going to help create 1,000 millionaires, including myself, and not by being a guru or selling a course, but by doing the things I already love to do every day and documenting my journey to get there. I figure I'll make all the mistakes so you don't have to. My name is Donovan Gray and this is how I will turn my life into a living. So I'd like to start off by giving a shout out to all the people rocking with us and supporting the channel. We really appreciate you. We are currently streaming on all major streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, you name it we on it and if we not on it we about to be on it for everyone listening to this podcast and not watching it you can find us on youtube at the bamboo project we have over 400 videos on our channel do you want to learn real estate we got that do you want cooking tutorials inspired by dr sabi we got that do you want travel and lifestyle vlogs got it hair and makeup tutorials basketball got it turo got it candles got it it's everything us all the parts of the journey that do not make it to youtube will be on our story you can find me on instagram at donovan gray d-o-n-i-v-a-n-g-r-a-y and my phenomenal beautiful amazing girlfriend anita burn a-n-e-t-a-b-u-r-n we made different playlists for all the things we're into and you can find all of those links in the description box below this may be your first time here and if it is welcome to the family but for everyone else this is chapter three page 142 all video and audio timestamps will be in the description box below today's date is wednesday december 7th and it is 11 51 a.m now before we get into the beginning of the podcast we always do a screen time check and a subscriber check and i'm actually curious about this week or last week because of how we've been operating with vlogmas and everything but the reason I want to check my phone and my screen time is so that I am in control of my phone and my phone is not in control of me. Last week, every day, I spent an average of 10 hours and 15 minutes on my phone. Huh, okay. So let's see why it's so high. Uh, so... My most used app was YouTube for 17 hours and 56 minutes, then Instagram for 16 hours and 46 minutes, and then Candy Crush for 7 hours and 56 minutes. Now, if I go by category, I spent 26 hours on social and 17 hours on entertainment, and I spent 10 hours on productivity and finance. What's in that category? Mail, Notes, Google Sheets, Square. They have Square Payroll. I don't even have the app on my phone, um, but I spent 10 minutes on the app. So I think productivity and finance being at number three is not bad. Social is not terrible because, you know, we have a business, so we're operating on that. And then entertainment, genius. L- what? I don't be on you. That's funny. So pretty much all of my entertainment is YouTube. There's nothing else in the category. Everything else is one minute long. So I think... Candy Crush, you said, what, eight hours? Yeah, for the week. I think that's because you're taking a train. Uh, yeah, it's eight hours. That's not really that much it's for the whole for the whole week. Um, it's like an hour I, a day. I think it's like, I just want to train. Yeah, 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 for sure. And this, yeah, yeah, it is Candy Crush. But I, I thought it would be higher because I play it, like, at night. And I feel like last week I was playing it at night. And in the morning, I play. Like, before I, when I wake up in the morning, I play Candy Crush until I get up. Right. See you, but, like... You, I don't think it's put out. But it's still, I still think it's like 30 minutes. So it's like, it would still be an hour plus because I'm on the train for 40 minutes. So, but yeah, I, I agree. It's mostly on the train. Um, And beautiful, phenomenal, amazing girlfriend. What is your screen time? Uh, last week, I have a screen time average of five hours and 36 minutes. It's up 6% mm. since the week before. Obviously, I told you, you have an addiction. Right. Got to get that in check. Could be more like me, Melissa. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I a model citizen for screen time. I spent 10 hours on, 10 hours and a half on Instagram. I spent three hours and a half on TikTok. I spent three hours and 15 minutes with my camera. So that's just recording. Wow. Interesting. I thought mine would be higher. That's interesting that you say that. Oh. Uh, 
funny enough, I think the lowest one that's interesting to me um, that I feel like would have been higher is music. I only missed listening to music for two hours this week. But that's probably because I was editing. Mm-hmm. Editing. Can't listen to music while I edit. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. That's going to be tough to do, for sure. Uh, whew. And our subscriber check, we are currently at, drum roll please, 6,199. Oh, now, we have been, like in the last three or four days, we had got some more subscribers, I noticed. And then at 6,200, it seems like it's just, it goes up and then it comes down, then it goes up, then it comes down, right between 6,198 and 6,200. It gets stuck right in that range. But let's get into the podcast now. So first thing on my list for last week would be Vlogmas. All right. So is this the right way? I think this way. I feel like I'd be doing. Hello. Yeah, I know, but I, I like I like doing it the other way. Hello, because I feel like this one is louder because it has to cat back there. We are doing Vlogmas. So this is our first podcast after doing, this is our first podcast after doing Vlogmas. And I have to say it's going pretty well. Uh, I think the first two podcasts, not podcasts, the first two episodes of Vlogmas was us getting back into recording, you know, what to record, how to record, what we should be recording, that kind of stuff. And I think that we're getting a lot more concise with what we're recording for the last couple of videos. So I'm excited to see about what happens going forward. And I would, what would you say your favorite episode is of Vlogmas? <laughs> you can't ask me that. I can't. I have a favorite. You can't say that. Everybody has a favorite kid. Um, no. Everybody has a favorite kid. You can say you don't. Well, who's your favorite child today? My favorite child today? Yes. I have two children. Well, no, your other child. You have one of those, you have two of those, and then you have these five Vlogmas children. Oh. So which one of them is your favorite kids? Six. You have six. Mm, if I had to choose, probably day five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. It's between day five and day six for me. I definitely like those two. I think they, I think day five was probably the one i said that i could watch this over and over again in 10 years from now and go oh well i remember the days when we were doing vlogmas or when we were you know in a, in a studio apartment selling candles at one craft fair now we're you know global but i think day six is definitely up there um probably is my second i think the only thing that i would have liked more from day six is that I, we didn't have enough kind of like game being played and stuff for that mm. game. I think day five was a bit more interactive because I actually had like footage of people playing the game and ringing the bell and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the only thing I would do differently for day six. But day six, I think, is a very it's probably the funniest one in my <laughs> there's the, the There's the car situation. There's rock with the light. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, my favorite was definitely day five and so tomorrow i don't know if you know this is actually thursday so part of our relationship contract or kind of is that i would edit tomorrow i know so are you ready to give up the the range to editing i don't know how you feel you've been editing you're in a groove i didn't know if you were gonna like, ah, i kind of want to do it i don't um i thought about it if you want me to like edit all the vlogmases i don't have a problem with it mm-hmm. um so mm-hmm. i'll leave it up to you um also, because we're filming the podcast today, if you need a break for tomorrow to edit it, I also don't mind editing um, whatever I have on the computer. Yeah, so I was probably thinking about that because the last two weeks we recorded the podcast on Thursday, and now today is Wednesday, so we're trying to get it back to being on Tuesday. That way, I can edit it on Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I do Vlogmas, and then. Uh, Wednesday would be like do the podcast. So that's my four videos. And then Melissa would do Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That would be Melissa doing Vlogmas. So we're still trying to figure that out. But I'm excited. I like Vlogmas. And I feel like it seems, well, again, I'm not editing, so I don't know. But it seems very easy, uh, at least from my point of view, from recording videos. Because a lot of people I've seen from before, I feel like their content is really not them doing anything so that's kind of boring 
And then also when it comes to people doing Vlogmas, I feel like when it comes to people doing Vlogmas, I feel as though they have to do nothing to be able to do Vlogmas because our videos are probably a day back, maybe I think it's two days right now. So I couldn't imagine us doing the craft fair all day and then trying to edit the video after the craft fair. We would get home at eight o'clock, just getting the footage up to the craft fair, like just putting it on the computer and then editing the video and then having it uploaded and then posted that same day. I couldn't even imagine how somebody could do that. So I would have to watch some other vlogmas to see what they're doing. But my rem what I remember is like, oh, we're going to go to ice skate and then we're going to go to target and then we're gonna go home and then we're gonna play with the you know my dog and then that's it and that's the whole video so it, it will be exciting for me to see when i start editing what the whole process entails because we're used to editing long videos like the podcast is an hour and a half to an hour and 10 minutes all of our old vlogs are like 30 plus minutes to 40 minutes when we were doing cold calling for real estate that was 30 40 minutes hour plus like most of our videos are, are long form content so when we see a video and all the footage is 24 minutes a half an hour even the true videos are, are long they're like an hour and a half of footage maybe even two hours of footage to then condense down to 30 minutes so to see oh the whole thing is only 30 minutes like wow that seems like that could be very manageable as opposed to what we were doing before like so I'm, I'm interested and excited to see what will happen when I start uh, editing videos. Yeah. Um, I do. I, I, I never really thought about it like that. Like what you're saying where it's like, oh, no, they recorded today and it posted today. Yeah. I didn't think about it like that. If, if we were not too days ahead, I don't know what would be happening for Vlogmas. That's crazy. Like I'm saying, that's crazy. Maybe they're, maybe they're a day back. Because I, I can't see how you have to be a day back. You have to be. Because I... Unless you unless you do all your stuff from like eight to four, and then by four o'clock you're done recording stuff, and then we just and we just edit for the rest of the day, and you edit till eight at night, and then you post that. I see that. So that seems more like what I see people might do. But I'm gonna watch some more vlogmases and see what people were doing before, what they're doing now. So, uh, you know, on to the next topic. The craft fair was our last one last week, um, at for the year. That was our last craft fair for the year. And I wish we had more last week. I was thinking to myself, Donovan, imagine if you guys had two more craft fairs for this week, for this month. Imagine how much more money you would make. And after yesterday at Turnstile, I, I feel less of that. We made at craft fair last week 1200 and i believe 27 dollars or 37 dollars so it wasn't our best week but our our goal for each weekend is 1400 dollars. so it's a little bit under and i'm not mad at it because we were able to get all the money to pay back carlene i, I hit her up so carlene if you're watching this i texted you i'm gonna call you later to see how i can send you the money because i don't really know how to send it to you and I'm happy with that. So now Carlene has all her money with her 40% interest that I know Jay and Tanisha and other people was like, oh, that's so high. Why are you doing that? Listen, last month we made seven grand. The month before that, I think we made like five grand. That's 13 grand. No, that's 12 grand. So I'm like, hey, the 1400 got us to that. So I'm, I'm, I am perfectly cool with paying that 40%. And she got that money back. Well, she will whenever she decides to hit me up. Um, so thank you again, Carlene. Shout out to you uh, for helping us and investing in us and booking the craft fairs in advance for us. I think last week we sold 67 candles. 57? 67? 67. 67 candles. Now, people who do craft fairs, I don't know if y'all know. That's kind of a lot. And I only know this based on people I talk to at craft fairs. I only meet certain kinds of people who actually are able to sell very well at craft fairs. And you can always tell like who are the people that 
who who are who know what they're doing and then you could tell people were kind of like oh i don't really know what i'm doing i'm just here right those people don't last long they do one or two fairs and that's it because they can't survive and that's it um but i think honestly we've probably sold not probably i know we've sold over 100 candles in a weekend i feel no that's not true that's not true we probably sold close to 100 candles in a weekend because i think the most we ever sold in one day was like 52 the most candles we ever sold in one day was 51 candles and then we did 38 the next day let me see that saturday and sunday yeah so 51 and 38 and then the other time it was yeah so 51 plus 38 90 yeah so we almost did 100 candles in a day in a weekend so like i said before i could say with my chest when i say that we sold hundreds of candles in our first year in business so next year our goal is to sell thousands of candles in our second year of business so i'm working on the business plan now i'm just kind of doing a rough draft of it because i feel like it's very important for these conventional lenders to see a business plan i don't you know y'all know me i finesse all of my my whole thing but there are some industries and some type of some types of lenders that want to see it's like school like the same way in school you have to go to first grade second grade then you go to middle school then you go to high school then you go to college then you get a good a job they have that same type of linear path for lending so it's like okay you have a business you get a business plan you get a bank account you get your llc then you have your you know you go ask to the s you go to a bunch of lenders and you try and get money you build your credit like there's a there's a linear path for that but then there's the way that i like to go which is not very linear which is more like like this, like it's crazy. Cause I'm, you know, sometimes linear is not fun, right babe? Linear is no fun at linear. You gotta be, you wanna be all over the place. How you gonna say right babe? <laughs> <laughs> How you supposed to say that? <laughs> um, so I think that I, I'm gonna see how it goes because the only time I've ever written a business plan was for this company that me and my friend had started uh way, 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 way back. It's called Quickies. It was a online, ordering platform for groceries and we had did that back in 2000 and no how this is 2022 so i'm 28 so probably when i was 22 maybe something like that 21 22 honestly it might have been earlier than that because he, he was still in college so second year of college you're a, you're a, you're 20 right or you're 19 you're like you're like 19 20 right so yeah it was probably like 2021 we came up with that idea that's crazy yeah that's crazy but i have found a software you have to like input different math and this is the thing i hate about business plans they just seem to be superfluous okay it's a word i used to use back in the day because the business plan is for people who don't have a plan we have a plan like for the most part but i know that most times people have a plan things don't go according to plan you have to pivot so at that point i don't understand what the purpose of having a business plan is i feel like they want you to have a business plan for people who don't know how business works and how to structure your business and what your goal is and how you're going to get there so i was answering some questions on it yesterday and one of the questions they asked was like what is your mission statement i'm like who cares i'm like why does that even matter why are you asking me that? The only question you should be asking me is how much money are you making? How much money you plan to make by when and how are you going to do that? That should be the whole business plan. That should be nothing, nothing else. You want to ask about how is your product different than other products and how you separate yourself from the other people and who else is in your market. It's like, why are you asking me all of that questions? That doesn't, to me, it doesn't even matter. Like, am I making money now? No. Okay. Why not? Answer. Am I making money now? Yes. How much? Great. How much more can you make? How will you get there? That's the whole business plan to me. Everything else seems to just be like whatever else nonsense. So but I'm going to fill it out. Honestly, damn, I'm like, I feel like you'd be better at that than me. What? The business plan. No. I'm a, I'm a, cause I feel yeah, like. I literally wanted you to do it so I don't have to. I, I am doing it, but I feel oh. like. Because what they want. Yes, I feel like that type of like that falls in line with applications. Yes. And I don't 
I don't do applications. I will. I, I dread it. Come like, bruh. First of all, the fact that the questions are gonna be redundant. So they're asking me questions that I already answered. That's another problem. Yesterday, I forgot to tell you. Whatever is going on this week, I don't know. But I keep having these like really small hurdles to do a very simple task. So I wanted to do the business plan yesterday. So I'm filling it out. I'm like, all right, cool. I finally got to it after everything else I'm trying to do. I'm like, okay, business plan. I'm filling it out. I'm like, okay, let me save it. It says you cannot save your business plan because you don't have storage in your iCloud. And I'm like, it's a document. This is like 0 0.105, like <laughs> tiny, right? Like, what are we talking about? So I'm like, all right. And that's when I started going down the path of realizing that I have no way of paying for this because I tried to get the quickies card, right? But they sent it to my mom's house in September and she can't find it. So I only have the app to use, but I can't actually pay for anything with that because I just found out yesterday that you cannot use Apple Pay for any recurring bills. So they don't allow that, right? It's only one-time payments, they said. So then I tried using the square card and i found out that they don't accept the square card and i'm like okay and then i tried to use my cash app card to connect it and they were like we don't accept that either and i'm like okay all i want to do is save this document that i've been writing for the last 30 45 minutes can y'all please just let me save it that's all i want to do that's it and i've been having things like that all freaking week like little tiny thing what else happened yesterday that was like that I feel like something else silly like that happened. I would have to check my to-do list to figure out the things that I tried to do or couldn't do. Oh, even this morning, I tried to buy the Velcro for the light. And then I found out this morning that Amazon, which I've never seen this before either. That's the other thing that happened. It's so much happened. So with Amazon, right? I tried to use it this morning and said that the site is busy. And it's too busy for me to order anything. I'm like, are you kidding me? Y'all own Amazon Web Service. What you mean is too busy. So mind you, I tried at least 25 times to, to like repurchase and try it. It would let me get all the way to the checkout portion. And then when I would press checkout, it would take me all the way back to the beginning and being like, hey, um, try again. And I'm like, bruh, they, mind you, I had to put in, a, I had to send money to Melissa's card to use her card. And then it still told me no. Then when I got the card on there, it told me I couldn't use her card. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And then yesterday, yesterday, I've never seen this either. I'm gonna put a picture of this on the screen because I've never seen this before. I was at Turnstile trying to Google whatever was on my to-do list, something I was trying to figure out. I got a message from Google, like it was a prompt from Google that was telling me that I, my network has too much stuff on it and they won't allow me to use Google. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you're, I'm like, you're Google. I, what do you, you should know, you know everything about me. Why do you need, what do you, what do you mean? I'm here. Let's check the cameras, check all the cameras you probably get access to. And I'm here. They were like, no, you can't go on Google. And I'm like, yeah, this is just dumb. And things like that were happening all day for the last three or four days. But it's getting a little bit better today. I was able to complete some of my list. So I'm happy about that. Shout out to the Discord. Next on my list is Turnstile. So you guys know that we're at the new location. And if you've been seeing the vlogs, you'll know there's some work confrontation beef uh drama tea whatever you want to call it at work there's different people who are having different problems with this vendor and that vendor and the other people who are not in the middle of the of the aisle have problems with the people who actually have brick and mortar locations because they feel like oh if you're selling jewelry and you're a small booth you should not be near my brick and mortar store so i have to have you i need you to move down there so we've been having not we but they been having these problems for days now that's just some of it i'm not going too deep into it now maybe you'll see it in the vlog maybe i'll do another podcast but i'm not going that deep into it it's just a lot of nonsense the same things that y'all probably deal with at work is what i'm dealing with which is why i don't like going to work for these kind of reasons i just want to do the stuff leave me alone leave me alone i don't like it um but we did we are probably about 75 to 80% done with the location. We got the lights, we got the speaker, we got the bell. Melissa did the garland, is the garland finished? 
Okay, so the garland is almost done. Um, we got the present. I don't think I put a picture up last time. If, if y'all haven't seen the vlog, y'all see it, but I'll put up another picture. Or if you're following the candle page, M B U R Candle Co. If y'all are following that page, then you'll see what the setup looks like. And if not, you'll see it here. But yesterday, we finally brought the lights to the location right one of the issues that we have is that there is no lighting where we're at so the candles look dark the booth looks dark it doesn't really attract anybody when they're walking by first day of adding the lights first day we got three orders first day right could have been way more it could have been more and it could have been more orders it could have been more we got one person the first person it was a guy he bought a signature candle which is the $40 candle and he bought a traveling gift size candle which is $15 he bought a people watching small and I think he got a room service big then the next person came and they bought a small candle I think they got people watching I think and then someone else came and bought a big candle bro when I tell you my when I tell you I'm in shambles I do not bring stuff to sell here right now. I don't. I just go so that nobody complains about me not being there. That's the only reason why I'm there. And as the days go on, I'm like, okay, maybe I should bring an extra candle in case someone buys. I'm like, maybe I should bring bags because I've lost probably two orders because people were like, do you have a bag? I'm like, no, nah. okay, it's fine. And they left. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. So I'm like, you know what? I'll bring two bags or two bags so that I can put the candles in because I'm not expecting to get no sales at all. Like I'm not thinking about that. So now, not only am I getting sales, I'm getting more than one sale of multiple candles. Bro, yesterday I had to use the same type of candle on different spots of the setup. So if you look at the booth, we have four candles, but you would see the same one two or three times because I ran out. I only brought like seven and people was buying them. I'm like, Dan, this is crazy. So then don't have no bags. And even before that, right? Before that, it's on. It's off. Before that, this was even more of a debauchery. So, I was using the phone to process payments, right? So normally we have a well, we have a square reader, but I'm like, you know what? Nobody's gonna make an order. If they do, I could just use my phone to do it because I think I could send them the payment link and they'll pay that way. Oh my God, that was so annoying. Cause now I have no Wi-Fi. The person's like, well, you know, my train's on this way, what you doing? And I'm just like, ah, yeah, let me just, let me figure this out. I'm like, can I text you the number? They're like, ah, it's fine. So that was a debacle in the beginning. But now I have the square reader. And then the other issue I ran into the last week it was that the square reader was actually not connecting to my phone. It was, so now I'm like, okay, Donovan. It is time to take the location seriously. Bring all the stuff you need. Bring enough candles, big and small. Bring the wick trimmer. Have the square reader charged. Have a square reader. Have everything that you need so people want to buy candles. Bring your bags. That's another thing too. Then I actually had a bag and when I had the bag, I had no tissue paper. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. I'm just like, okay. Okay, Donovan. This is a sign. This is your location now. This is where you're selling. Take it seriously. So today when I go, I'm going to bring everything that we need and my vision in my mind is still not all the way out in terms of what I see everything happening for this location. Because I think that we can make a lot of money here. Now, here's what's crazy about this, right? Yesterday, we made $110, right? So, for us to pay back the square loan that we got, we would have to make or process $10,000 in orders to pay off through the $2,300, right? So I was doing the math and I thought it was crazy because that's only $300 a day, maybe a little bit more, but it's about $300 a day. And I'm like, $300 a day, that's it? I'm like, that's, that's nothing. I'm like, that is like five to six big candles. At each craft fair, the math that I've seen is we sell about 78% 
our small candles, the traveling gift size, and then the signature one is we sell about what would that be? Uh, 20, 18 percent, something like that. It's about eight, no, 22 percent, something in that range. It's about it's usually 80, 20, 78, 80, something. What was 78 plus 22? I would say 80. Yeah, it's usually 80, 20, right? So I was doing the math, and we would have to sell 20 of the small candles every day and two of the big ones and we're there or we we're gonna be there from at least 12 to 7 that's seven hours to make 300 dollars. now that is not taken into account if somebody buys four or five candles at one time i'm like i could sell 20 small candles to somebody i feel like i feel like i could sell 20 small candles if like if i'm really going super hard i feel like i could definitely sell that so when the setup is the way it's supposed to be that seems very reasonable and that's not including any online orders we get this month that's just at the crap at the location doing what we're trying to do well we're, we're about seven days in now so we're kind of behind on that number but you get my you get what i'm saying it's only three hundred dollars a day so forty dollars times five is two so it would be times six is that is that right what six times forty is three hundred Yes, yeah, sounds like it would be right. Mm. No, it's not. 40. It's seven. Seven and a half to eight candles every day for us to make $10,000 this month. That's insane. Like, that's really insane. Like, I don't think you understand how, like, insane that is. Um, so, that's the goal we're trying to hit this month. And I'm hoping we could be... What do you think we'll be set up by? So, I was thinking about it. Today is Wednesday. Um, I want to go in this weekend. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like I can aim for this weekend. Saturday, Sunday. Okay. So, my like, only thing we really have, I feel like that's so big. City <laughs> we have a city ticket every day. Well, on the way back, you have a city ticket. Um, oh, yeah, but it's going to be six city for the whole day. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the only thing I think that was, I think it's going to be easy to make. I think you can use that to make the um the candle thing. The candle? I don't know about that. I don't know about that one. What you mean? I don't like I don't really like the one that we saw like mm -hmm. that. Um You mean you don't like it? You told me you liked it when you saw it. Um, I'm pretty sure it's on camera. That you said you liked it. Well, I don't remember. I don't think I liked it that much. Like it looked like plastic and cardboard. I don't like that. So that's what I mean. Like, I don't like the execution of what they did. I like the concept. I don't like the execution. Okay, sure. So I have to figure out how to execute it in a way that I would like it. Sure, that's fine. But so that's 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 all I was. Saying. Okay, but my thing is by the what I think that that would be the harder thing to make that's left that we need. Um, I would have to plan it out. I don't think it would really be that hard. I would just have to plan it. No, I mean the hard. Like, what do you think is harder? Think that's that or the garland? Okay, so then, yeah, so I'm like, listen, we should be up and running by in this week. That's what I'm hoping. We have the lights. We're going to have the candles there. We're going to have the only other thing, too, is the box for the samples. That's what, Those are the three things. Yeah, so like I said, we can figure that out. You can figure out, like, how you want to do it. But that's really the only three things that we really need, I feel like. Like I said, I still need to figure out how the candles are going to be displayed, though. Because they were supposed to go on top of the gift. And, and, and kind of tiered. But I don't know if I'm gonna do that anymore. Mm. Um. So, because they're not supposed to be on the glasses. Anymore. They're supposed to be what? On the glasses. On the glasses? What do you mean with glasses? Like you know how you have them on the bases? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's supposed to be. Oh, like, the big like, ones. It's supposed to be on top of the of the present. Mm. And it's supposed to be like stacked like a wedding cake. Mm. But I don't think that works really. Yeah. So, yeah, so that that's Turnstile right now. And, you know, watching Vlogmas, you'll see it coming to fruition about what it is that we're going to be doing. And no one else that I see there talks to people that walk by. And that's already a red flag as far as them. I'm like, bro, do you know how many people might buy your thing just by talking to them? Like, y'all don't be talking. Y'all be waiting for somebody to come by and then hopefully they buy. Like, yesterday was so busy. But I, I didn't know it was raining as much as it was, which is probably why it was so busy, which is fine. But, you know. It's going to be raining a lot. Turn off the weather machine. 
uh guys like illuminati can y'all can y'all please do something with this because the, the weather's all messed up like i don't know what temperature you're trying to get it to be if you're trying to get it to snow it's not working uh next on my list is ink sports so we're trying something different with ink sports that is the affiliate mark influencer marketing company that we're partnered with and i think that a better way for us to set up discounts with them is to give them a larger discount right and then not pay them out of the money that we get because the original plan was they get a 10 percent discount right and then the next person excuse me let me rephrase that how it would work is they get 10 percent discount for whoever buys it and then on the back end they also get 10 percent of the order to themselves so if the order is ten dollars one dollar goes a discount to the person and the other dollar goes to the customer so it's pretty much 20 percent so right now i've only talked to two different athletes that we have signed up and I'm saying, hey, would you rather get 30% to give to your people or whoever buys your customers or your followers or whatever, and you don't get paid at all, but you get some free stuff here and there? They were like, yeah, I would like that more. And I'm like, it's interesting because my mind's always like, oh, how do we get to the back? If I get, if I can find a way to get enough people to buy this thing, I can make a good amount of money. They're like, nah, I'll take the free stuff. And I'm like, huh, okay. And the main reason why I wanted to change it is because when they would post it, right? I would see it on on the timeline. I'm like, 10% doesn't really give me, it doesn't give me a push or doesn't pull me to even look at the website that you're talking about because 10% is nothing. Like, I don't really care about 10%. So I'm like, okay, I, I try to do the business how I'm like, kind of like, what do you, what put myself in the shoes of another person who is interacting with the things we put out how would they feel about it so if i feel like it's either boring or not worth it and i feel like other people will probably feel the same way so i'm like you know what what would make me change that feeling i'm like you know i think 30 percent would be that number so funny enough uh she actually posted a video today or one of our <laughs> she posted one of our pictures today and i thought it was interesting because when i saw it i'm like oh 30 percent sounds like that's, that's a good amount i'm like oh, okay that's, i felt that um it was our picture that she used is fine, but I just think it's funny that that is like, I'm like, okay, I feel something now. So that's, that's good. Uh, people want real discounts. So if I'm gonna give you a discount, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you 2% off. Like, come on, 10% is, is low. So 30%, I think that's reasonable. I'm gonna go down the list and talk to the other athletes to see what they wanna do. Um, so shout out to all the Ink Sports athletes, and we're gonna keep pushing forward with that. And it really comes down to, knowing what to ask for when partnering with the athlete with with the athletes because this is our first time doing it so i think that to make it better we would have to know what to ask for in terms of how many times they should post what should they do when they post how should they look when they post because when we worked at the craft fair there was a company called was it camilla valentina and shout out to my guy neville um and i remember him saying that when they were doing a photo shoot they noticed they didn't have the same return on the photo shoot and he didn't know what it was but he knew that their sales went down so what he did was he really went and looked through all the photos he went and looked through all the photo shoots that they had before and he noticed that people were not smiling in the new photo shoots that they looked very like vogue type of look very serious but the brand is supposed to be very happy smiley and bubbly so now when he does photo shoots he makes sure that everybody is smiling like really happy in the pictures and he said that he noticed that it was an uptick in sales when he changed it to people being happy and smiling. So things like that, we don't really know yet what has the best response because we have not really done ads and we don't really know what type of content people connect with the brand when they see it. So once we learn that, then we can figure out, okay, hey, you guys should post a picture. I personally think that they should have their face in all the pictures. That's my thing. Um, I think that's important because people recognize faces. If you're smiling, they see with the thing. They, they, it's, as opposed to just putting up a picture of a of a candle, but hey, buy this candle. It's like, why? Like, 
what's the point of that? So I think that having the people smiling in it, talking about it, something like that, I think that's it too. I think having them, that would be in it too. Having the person make a video about what they like about the candle. I think like it, it could be a short 15 seconds. Just what do you like about the candle? Um, so, and what you don't like about the candle. I think that might be good too. Make it more realistic. But yeah, I think as far as affiliate marketing, it's still a work in progress. I wish we had more money because then we could kind of test it more and we could just test more things faster. But we, because we don't have any money, it's taking us longer to get to what we're trying to get to. It's just slow. So, you know, hopefully at some point we start making money from this craft fair, we could reinvest it and blow up even quicker. Now that we have uh, an idea of, of the plan. Now, uh, next topic is the house. So, house update. The house should no longer be on the market. Okay, so the house right now is still on the market. Um, but I signed the contract for it to be a rental, so I don't know if it's like a rental agreement, but it's still also on sale. $1,600. Well, $1,650 for the rent. So, Melissa says she don't care. So, the thing um, for me is that as long as it covers the mortgage, I'm fine. But there is some concern, and here is the concern. Is that too low? No, it's not too low. Um, so we are on a hard money loan. We do not have a 30-year mortgage. So the last time I talked to the company, they said that my extension is coming up in January or February, I think they said. And I believe he said they wouldn't extend it again. So that means that we would have to either sell it or refinance it in that time period or they would foreclose on the house um i don't know how serious he is about that oh right right so at that point we would have to refinance or sell the house but the problem is our credit is so low we would not be able to refinance without some type of partner as far as i know um we might be able to refinance the house at without getting a large amount like maybe if we did it for like the exact amount that the house is worth, then maybe they might do that. Um, as opposed to getting a loan for, you know, 300,000 or something like that. They might be okay with doing it for 167 or, or 200. So I got to look into that, but they're probably still going to want to have a higher credit score from us. So now I guess I would have to find some type of partner on it and see if that could work. Because once we have a new mortgage and we have a renter in there, the house is going to just sit there and make, you know, be covered and we'll try and get the money from other stuff. And we could possibly do a cash or refinance later once our score goes up, but I'm not thinking that far ahead right now. I'm trying to stay focused on just getting a renter in there and making sure the house does not get foreclosed on. That is my goal right now. Um, anything you have to say from what we talked about so far? With the house? Yeah. Um, so I think, so yeah, we're going to see how that goes. Um, there was a showing yesterday. He's going to ask, or he asked to find out what their feedback was. So I'm still waiting to hear about that. And like I said, I'm, I am so done with the house. I just want it to be gone or paid for or whatever, but it's, we made like seven grand last month and we probably spent $6,900 on expenses. And I'm just like, bruh, the house payment is like $1,500. Like, honestly, it's like $1,700 or $1,800 because of late payments because we can't pay it on the first. We got to pay at the end of the month. So that's kind of annoying. But I'm hoping that some solution happens, some type of miracle. And we're going to see. I think we're going to figure something out. I don't know what it is, but we have a tendency of working miracles. So. Stay tuned for our latest miracle. Melissa, my beautiful, phenomenal, amazing girlfriend has been journaling. And I want to know how that experience has been for you, journaling. Mm, I think, um, I wish I started sooner. I feel like you used to journal before while we lived here. Not like this. Uh, it was electronic. I think I'm a book person, but mm -hmm. I need to feel the paper feel the pages i think i'm that type of person i think um when i was journaling like electronically and it didn't hit the same <laughs> i feel that so um i think having a book a dedicated journal 
has been very helpful. Um, well, okay. What have you seen with me journaling? Mm. Or any changes you think you've experienced? Um... I have I would say I have not seen significant changes. Um I do think that it it gives you an outlet because I always say, well, this is my thing. Well, I'm how can I put this? Um I feel like you need a place to put your negative thoughts. Or like if you're mad about me, mad at me about something, I think you need to have either a person to talk to or somewhere to put that. So I think that for me, or well, I think that helps for you to put it somewhere. And I also think it helps for you to read it over. I think that helps. So I think that having that kind of gives you a, like, I don't know if it's called like a soundboard, but like just something, to, some feedback to get back off of. Like, okay, I put it out there. I can read it. I see it. And like, you can go back and forth with the thought that you had outside of your head like you could see either if it was a person you would talk to them they would respond back but now you can read it and you'd be like yeah yeah uh-huh right that that is what happened right and you'd be upset about it or whatever the case might be so i think that having that allows you to then like be more zen because you have an outlet for how you were feeling so that's what i think uh, i disagree with you oh really interesting and the fact that you said you don't think you've seen significant changes okay I you, you disagree that I've seen significant changes? Um, that's... <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. Let me say, uh, I feel like I've changed significantly with journaling. And the reason why I feel like that, um, it is, it does have to do with what you're saying. It's not, I don't think it's me reading back what I wrote. I think it's me, while I'm writing, I'll write something. Like, let's say that I'll say it's, um... It's raining cats and dogs outside. But then I look outside, I'm like, well, it's not really raining cats and dogs. It's just like really foggy and drizzling. Mm -hmm. it, it gives me the time, while I'm writing, it gives me the time to kind of think about what it is that I'm writing um, and kind of correct it versus like if I'm talking to you and I say it's raining cats and dogs outside and then you're going to look outside and be like, well, it's just foggy and drizzling. And I'm be like... Uh, that's, well, that's what I, I meant. That. You said that's what that's what I meant. Huh? You gonna say that's what I meant? Right. I would say that's what I meant because it's like I know it's just foggy and drizzling outside, but I, initially that's the phrase that I used to describe it. So I think that um, it kind of honestly, I think that might be something that comes from journaling, me being able to communicate my thoughts better because I'm actually writing it down and thinking about the words I want to use mm. to communicate. Because I think that's one of the problems that. I have been talking to you. Um, it's like I'll use a phrase or something like that, and in my head I'm, I'm trying to communicate something, but then the phrase, the words, the actual words that I use may not line up with my thought that I had. And then, but you're responding to my words because mm -hmm. you can't respond to my thoughts. How would you do that? So yeah. Yeah, that's, I think I have seen a change. Uh, the, the issue or the reason I said. I haven't seen a significant change because I felt like there were two days you didn't journal. So it's like there were some days that you journal, some that you didn't. So it's because it's... I only didn't journal one day. Oh. Um, when did you get the book? I got the book November 30th. That was that was last... It's like a week ago. Yeah, that was, was that Wednesday or was that Thursday? Mm. So one, two... It was Thursday. Probably Wednesday. I think there's 30 days in November now. Yeah, but wasn't that wasn't the first on Friday? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I think the first was on Friday. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. um, yeah, because I feel like we had gotten some arguments along that time, so I'm like, um, I think the last argument that okay, I think I was still learning the journal mm -hmm. and kind of like its effects, um, and I think the last argument that we had was the day that I didn't journal. It was like the morning after I didn't journal the day before. Right. So, so I'm like, I, I see something. I definitely see a change. Significant, like you said, I think when you do it for longer consistently, then it'll be like a more transformative. Because I think 
I used to say this when I was younger, that whenever you change something, right, you have the thought first of what you want to change, right? And then you do the action. But no one else will know that you did the change yet because to them, they only see it, let's say, twice a week. But in your mind, you did it seven days. They only saw it twice a week. So now it takes that person a longer amount of time to see what you have been doing because they only seen it twice a week. So for what you did in a week, it would take them a month to be like, yeah, Melissa's really been doing X, Y, and Z. I've seen it because I've now seen it for two, four, six, eight days. I'm doing two every single week. Um, and then I think that, that just keeps expanding over and over. The more people, the more consistent you are, the more people that see you do that thing, the more it becomes that people view you as that. So you say you've been journaling since Friday. So one, I've, I would probably say out of the, from Friday to now, I would probably say I've seen for like two days where there was a change and the other couple of days, which is probably like four days, one of them you did journal and the other two say you learned how to do it. Like you were kind of getting in the mood, like in the groove of doing it. So to me, that's how I, I look at it. Like, okay, I see. Cause I, guess I, I do think that your zen is more like, um, what's the word? Like, constant. Yeah, like constant and serene more frequently. Like, it's like, it's staying there more. There's not as many like issues or ups and downs type of thing. I think a couple things that I kind of learned from journaling so far. One, I think I like it better than the therapist. I think that... Um, the Are you scared? Oh, I'm listening. Huh? I'm listening. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I said this or that we said on the podcast, but I stopped going to therapy. Um, why? I didn't feel like the therapist was giving me kind of like what I was looking for. I really wanted more like homework or actionable steps. Like, because I, I can, I can say, I can psychoanalyze myself. Mm -hmm. I really need the therapist to do that. So, and the thing that reinforced that is when I was talking to the therapist and I'm telling him, okay, I think this is why I did this. And you'd be like, yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's why you did that too. It's like, sir, so <laughs> what, what are you getting paid for if you telling me the same thing that if I said to you, this is what I think, and you're like, yeah, mm -hmm. so it's like, okay, I don't need you then because I can figure it out myself. Mm -hmm. So, but I do think that me talking to him was was helpful or did something for me because now it's so funny too another thing okay so i'm jamaican um what? <laughs> so one thing that um i feel like is common in i guess caribbean culture is that you don't really want to like bad mouth people or you don't want to talk like you're you're very aware kind of what you say about other people so i don't really want to i don't i'm not very fond of kind of talking to people about donovan like i don't have someone that i can really go to and call be like listen Donovan really pissed me off today. <laughs> i don't really do that i don't like doing that because i feel like it'll either a skew the um skew how that person sees him so if i'm if every time i'm complaining i call them they're gonna be like oh damn donovan's such a terrible person <laughs> but I'm not going to call them when I'm having a good day because people don't normally do that. <laughs> right. That's, call that'd be up. weird. Right. Uh, no. yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Hey, you know, Donovan did this really sweet thing today. It was amazing. Blah, blah, blah. They're going to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> so um, that's why I don't really like doing that. So I just don't talk about him at all, honestly, to other people. Like, it'll, it wouldn't be about him. It would be more so, oh, we're going to this. We're going to do that. So I liked talking to the therapist, and one thing I realized is that when I would say something that I thought was negative about you, like, oh, Donovan really pissed me off today because he did X, Y, and Z, the therapist didn't go like, oh, he's such a terrible person, you should break up with him, or something like that. He would just be like, oh, okay, so, like, how did that go? And I'd be like, oh, <laughs> maybe this isn't as, like, bad in my head as, like, as I thought it was. So, you know, um, that was something that helped me realize that, like, it's probably like you know it's a relationship things happen whatever um but i do still i don't think it's enough for me to need a therapist but i do think it's enough for me to need an outlet yeah so i think um writing in a journal has been that something that and then i have rules for myself for the journal yes and i'm trying to break out of it so, wait wait I'm trying to break the rules yes because one thing that i was doing i, I I'm, I'm still trying new things so I would write an entire page at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And 
I like that because it's kind of just like just it's just like brain fart just just write it all out just don't stop writing you know pen never leaves a page or whatever but I feel like there's things that may happen throughout the day that I don't like I may not remember or won't really um address mentally kind of if I'm waiting till the end of the day to write it so that's when I tried something different where it's like okay I'm gonna write in the journal whenever I feel like it mm-hmm. and oh and, and remember I said I would only write a page so I'm, I'm gonna write in the journal whenever I feel like it and I'm gonna go over the page if I want to so if I want to write two pages today I'm gonna write two pages today also before you were even to before you would get to the end of the page want to write more and not write more right i would just be like okay oh uh, I, I thought I, I thought you weren't reaching the end of the page nah 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 i would i would start i would get to the end i would see the end is coming i'm like all right i'm running out of space so this is it oh, so okay. um i would limit myself to a page so now what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to um yeah i'm trying to go over not go over but i want to write in the journal as many times as I, as I feel like I need to um, and I started writing the times I want to write as long as I need to so yes give me a couple pages if I want to multiple times a day if I want to so if I only want to um, if I only want to blog if I only want to journal at noon or at the end of the night that's fine and really break all the rules that I have for journaling mm, okay I like that I like that yes yeah, I'm excited I think uh we are going down the right path. Uh, one of the other topics for today or the next topic would be the relationship contract. Shout out to uh, Tanisha Davis. And I think I don't I'm pretty sure last week I said some of the things that we have on our relationship contract. But I want to go over either some things that were added, if not the things I already talked about last week. Um, I did talk about some of these last week. So. I think the only things that may have been added was what we do for the podcast in terms of who sets up what, um, how the speakers will be handled. I had the candles on here, too. We haven't really talked about that in terms of like who's going to do what for the candles, uh, when they're going to do it. Oh, yeah. So Tanisha, Tanisha had made a comment on the channel uh, like two or three days ago. And I thought it was an interesting comment. So I'm going to bring it to everybody else that was here. She said that relationship contracts seem exhausting. And then she asked me, do I use a contract to find loopholes in the wording just to win the argument? Anytime all of these things have to be put into a contract is a red flag. A relationship should flow more naturally than that. But hey, to each his own. So here's what I think about contracts. Uh, when it comes to contracts, right? Um, I think that people overlook or exaggerate what a contract is because everybody has contracts with each other it's just they're not written down um so if you get into a relationship with somebody you have an unwritten contract like hey you are we're exclusive we're not going to cheat you don't write it down but it's there uh writing it down to me doesn't change whether or not it's a contract it's still there i think writing it down helps um, and I think that one thing from Melissa and I that we have noticed, and I think once we figure out how to properly implement this, I think that'll be how we really blow up. But we work best separately, but how we do that, we haven't really figured out what that looks like, but we know that we both can create great things if we're not working on the same thing. So trying to figure that out is where we run into hurdles, right? So I bring it up because when it comes to a contract that we have, it's like, okay, you are in charge of this thing, you do it as you see fit. I'm in charge of this thing, I'll do it as I see fit. So let's say for example, I'll use litter box, right? Melissa might say, I like clean litter box two times a day, right? So if we don't have the contract, she may look at me and go, Donovan, why you clean litter box twice today? And I'm like, well, for me, I like cleaning it only once a day, right? When I get home from work or whatever the case might be. So now that we both have, okay, when you do this, your thing, you're going to do it how you do it. As long as it's being done and you have your thing and she's going to do however she wants to have it done. 
her way. So us trying to figure that out, I think, is like the next, what is that called? Bottleneck for the relationship. It's like, okay, how can we properly do this? And that's why I think even have Melissa having a journal is good. And I have a version of that. It's called my grievances spreadsheet. So anytime I feel like Melissa does something that I don't like or she breaks an agreement, I write it in my grievances spreadsheet. Uh, there are a couple reasons I do that. One, for accountability for her. I feel like, hey, babe, you said you're going to do this thing. Look at this. You say you're going to do it. It's not done. And so we can remember how things go and what was said. Right. It's just for us to be able to know because people forget like we forget. It's just what it is. So that helps us to remember. And I do want to point out that. The spreadsheet, I would say the grievances spreadsheet has helped us in, in probably two or three different times. Um, one of them was that I had wrote down in my grievances about the cart being upstairs. And I think I said this in one of the, no, I didn't say this actually, but I'll come back to it. So we had an agreement that when the groceries are done, I'll take the cart upstairs, put the groceries away and bring the cart downstairs because Melissa's the one that goes and does the shopping. So she'll bring it back, I'll put it away and bring the cart back downstairs, right? That's what we agreed to after November 29th. So we had came home from the craft fair, right? So I come upstairs and the, the car's in the hallway and I'm like, does she think I'll take this downstairs? Cause I'm not doing that. And I was like, you know what Donovan? Just take it downstairs. But it's going to my grievances though. Mm-hmm. So I wrote it down in my grievances. Like, yeah, she left the cart outside the hallway. She came upstairs with the candles and did not take the cart downstairs. Grievance, right? So I didn't say nothing though, but I did realize when I did that, I felt better. Like I, I didn't feel the need to bring any type of energy to her when I wrote it down in the spreadsheet, right? But then the next day she asked, so she's like, what, what is this? She's like, what is, what is this on here? I'm like, what are you talking about? She was like, why does it say on here you have a grievance about the cart yesterday. Why you didn't tell me that? And I'm like, well, it was for myself. She's like, well, the grievance folder is not for that. It's for your grievances, not for you to be journaling in your grievance spreadsheet. I'm like, listen, you right. She's like, okay. So now that that's to the side, what's the problem with the cart? And I'm like, well, you brought the stuff upstairs and you did not bring the cart back downstairs. She was like, well, the spreadsheet don't say that. The spreadsheet say, groceries and i'm like you know what melissa you're right it does not we have not specified how we would go about doing that so you are right so i removed it from my grievance folder because first of all what two things What's up, what happened that's that's one what you mean that's one of the things the second thing was the contract doesn't say the person that brings the card up brings it back down for the groceries either mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That was up, yeah. That was up. Okay, right. I, I thought you said that. No, you just said that it, it didn't say groceries. And we was bringing up candles. Oh, okay. So the contract says I take it up downstairs? The contract says whoever brings it up, whoever brings it up, the other person brings it back down. That's what the contract says. So it says, it says that Donovan brings up the um, groceries up and puts it away. Melissa brings the cart back downstairs. Oh, okay. So that's what the contract says. Okay, but that's not. But you're saying that. What are you saying about that? So I brought the stuff upstairs. So you would be the person bringing it back down if you're following the contract. Uh, well, technically speaking. Which means technically speaking. Because I, let me check. Because remember, yes, right. It, yes. Did, it, did, it did not say what I, what I was going to say. Brings it up, brings it back down. I thought that we had agreed that I was going to do that. So that's why I thought that I thought we had an agreement that I would take the card upstairs and bring it downstairs and put the groceries away. Nope, that was not fair. Okay, so, right. That's why we have a contract. So we can refer back to it so we can know, hey, this is what it said. And it prevents arguments, like emotionally charged arguments. Like, hey, it's not what you said. It's not what it says. Look at it. It's right here. And I think that right now the contract is doing well. My only thing of concern, this is probably what Tanisha is probably thinking about, is what happens when things are not done on the contract. Um, uh, we don't. That's not a part of it. It's not. But we have we have not run into that. Be I think it's because we're both actively trying to uplift the contract. Sure, but that that's what I think happens and i think that that's when people feel like it gets into kind of like 
murky water because an actual contract says, okay, if I'm going to buy your house and you decide to back out, I get your earnest money deposit. I agree. So I, I don't think I, I, I personally look at the contract as like, like a reminder kind of like of the agreements that we made because we'll talk about it and kind of like how we just had this conversation just now mm -hmm. where it's like the terms, I think it's one way you may think it's another way. So I think that we both want to uphold our ends of the agreements. I sometimes don't remember the agreement. And then other times it's kind of like, we don't remember exactly what the agreement is. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's to punish anyone or to say, oh, if you don't do this, well, this is going to happen. It's more so like, this is what we are agreeing to. Right. And that's what I'm saying is that if for some reason that these things don't happen, I don't see it not happening, but things, life happens. But I think that that's what happens. Like, let's say that I stop putting the cats away for four days. And I go, well, I don't feel like doing it no more. Um, well, then that's a conversation. I don't think it's really like, I don't, I don't really think I agree. it should be anything that's like, well, well, this happens now. I think it's just like, <laughs> why do we put the cats away? You know, that's, but like I said, because we both want to uphold the agreement, I don't think we're going to really run into that. It's more so like, you know, you're supposed to be cleaning the litter box, right? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to clean it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, I agree. I think it's working very well. I'm excited to see the contract like grow to see what kind of like, funny stipulations we have where it's like okay on tuesday of every second month this person has to do this back rub and foot rub and and only if it's sunny outside because if it's not sunny then it has to be a shoulder rub. like you know i think that'll be kind of funny to have um and so yeah i think it's it's going pretty well so we will be back here next tuesday you can find all the behind the scenes content on our social medias mine is donovan gray d-o-n-i-v-a-n-g-r-a-y and my phenomenal beautiful amazing girlfriend anita Byrne. a-n-e-t-a-b-u-r-n you know what it is hashtag bamboo project 2022 can we make 10k this month find out on the next episode of <laughs> bamboo project so and with that being said Bamboo Project out.